Ben. I'm here with another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, all greatly appreciated. So, we are here with a new episode of Currently Binging. I know you guys are probably like, wait, was she coming back? This is probably the longest break that I've ever taken. since I've been doing this podcast in all of its iterations. Um, But July was a a tricky month. Like June, the end of June into July was a really tricky month because I was doing a lot of traveling. And I had to come to to terms with myself and sit myself down and say, Eva, like people take breaks. (laughs) Like every other podcast, they release in like seasons and things like that. And there'll be like big gaps or like a break between seasons and I haven't really done that yes I've taken breaks before no more or no longer than like two weeks but it's like a summer and I just needed just to to focus on actually traveling and feeling like I am on vacation so that is what I did we I will probably do some kind of iteration of that at least in the summer maybe even during the winter because I'm it pretty much is falling where I feel like there are slower months as far as content is concerned. Summer is usually a little bit slower, but because we have streaming now, there's a little bit more. Uh, also, there's just been so much going on. We have the writer strike, the actor strike that is happening. So like just lots of things going on. Um, and I and that will definitely have um, impact in future seasons for things. I've already seen some seasons of shows be pushed out, pushed out and like 100% with the writers and the actors want to make sure that they are being heard and fairly um, compensated. I've seen some debates, very, very weird debates. When you look at the comments of people, I'm just like, what is, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like we don't think before we write things down. But <laughs> so, yeah, fully in support of them. Um, but I do have a little bit of a backlog of things to talk about surprisingly we are going to talk about hardy boys which is what this episode is about if you've clicked on it i do also have on deck secret invasion i did watch it i've seen all the mixed reviews not even really mixed more so leaning towards negative reviews about secret invasion i have my own thoughts which you all know that i will gladly share so that is on deck um coming up in the next next week or so uh, also cruel summer finally got the finale i have been watching season two i need to watch the finale episode and then i will be talking about that as well i am still contemplating if i want to talk about riverdale just in general because that finale is not happening until i think later this month potentially early September I don't know it seemed so far away when I saw the finale and I was just like (laughs) but also I'm trying to be a better person you all know I don't like to rag on things just to create an episode just to rag on things so Riverdale is still on the fence and then um I did see Barbie and I did see Oppenheimer I have thoughts I'm still on the fence if I want to talk about that in podcast format because I don't really have much to say about Oppenheimer that everyone has not already said, how it was shot, the acting, all of that. Um, But I do have grades because I did talk about grades um, when I was asked about it. And then Barbie, I mean, there's so much you could say about Barbie, but then also, again, I feel like so many people have said things that I would say. So I don't know. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. But if I do do it, then I would group them together, even though... 
they technically, I, I don't know. I know how we got here when we, with the like Barbenheimer and everything. But then when you like take a step back and really think about it, is it really appropriate to combine these two movies together uh, in the way that it was marketed? I don't know that just putting it out there. So yeah, I don't know. Um, if I do talk about Barbie, I will probably do a brief like my top thoughts on Oppenheimer. So I don't know. We shall see. But that those are all the things that I have immediately on deck that is in my brain. I did finally watch All American Homecoming. Oh my gosh. That I also was like, do I just do what I did for All American and just talk about the first two seasons because I have so many things to say and I did not think that I would enjoy All American Homecoming as much as I enjoy All American, maybe even slightly more <laughs> than All American in some aspects, not in all aspects. I don't know. So that's still that's still on the fence as well. I got a few things on the fence that I'm just like, mm, I don't know what I want to do about it, but. You all are here for Hardy Boys, so let's talk Hardy Boys. So we got season three of Hardy Boys. They released pretty much like clockwork. I'm pretty sure that um, Hardy Boys or season two released about a year or so um, prior to this one. Definitely last year. So they've been pretty consistent as far as release have gone. This was one, though, where I was like... Because this is on Hulu and it's like only on Hulu. So it's kind of like, okay, when is the new season coming? So I kept having to Google it to be like, when is the new season coming? So I didn't forget it. But we finally got it. They dropped the one of the things that I enjoy. Dropped all the episodes at once. And I literally, I think I watched this in two sittings. Because originally it dropped on like a Tuesday night. It was so random. And because it's been a little bit slow as far as things that I actually want to watch, I'm kind of caught up on everything. Usually I'm like, I'm catching up, but funny enough, I am caught up on everything. So I was like, I don't have anything to watch. And so I did start it that night and then I got through like more than half of it. And then I finished it the next day because I was like, I need to go to sleep. But watched it in two sittings. Hardy Boys, definitely enjoyed it. I'm pretty sure this was the final season. I have not done that much Googling about the Hardy Boys, but just the way that it was ended, to me, it seemed like they were giving it a nice, very pretty three-season run. You all know I love me a good, solid three-season run. Give me the beginning, give me the middle, give me the end, and then tie it all up with a pretty little bow. Like, that's what they gave us. I was expecting there to be maybe some lives lost, but we didn't really lose any um, lives considering... <laughs> how kind of wacky we kind of went this season a little bit uh with our antagonist but overall we ended season two with um joe no frank because you all know i watch so many things i'm like well, let me make sure i'm talking about the right kids with frank stuck in the freaking crystal and his pretty much was duped by his grandfather and his grandfather took his body like he had this whole elaborate 20-year plan because he saw the future and he was just like this is how it's supposed to go of course because we're not going to recap the whole thing that is not how it was going to go they actually spent a good amount of time with frank stuck in the crystal because i think we spent the first four episodes and then we don't when do we get frank back 
You all know I have my notes. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure I remember writing Frank is back <laughs> for one of these episodes. But I can't find it in my notes. But I'm pretty sure if I'm rem remembering correctly. Yeah, it was episode four because I wrote the note about OMG, OMG, they left the crystal. But then I don't think that they left the crystal. Again, the way that I write notes is literally as soon as the, the thought comes in my mind, I'm writing it down and I write notes for each episode. So it's, it's a little bit chaotic sometimes, but like I understand it. <laughs> um, so we get introduced to this new character, uh, Drew, which you all know by this, by this point, I have not, I don't have that much trust in characters, especially when we get introduced to brand new characters after we've had multiple seasons. So when we're introduced to her, she already seems a little bit like she's up to something. <laughs> so my senses are going off to, and I'm just like, why is she, when we see, um, oh my gosh, Callie go like before they bring Frank back, cause you know, I didn't even talk about how I was like, why is it taking Joe so long to figure out that Frank is not his brother? Like the Frank that they are seeing is not like the Frank that he knows. But anyway, but Callie was like, okay, no, this can't be Frank. So when she was investigating, trying to figure out how to get back into that room, like did something happen? Like, can they bring him back or whatever? And then Drew showed up there. I was just like, okay, what is she doing? And then when we find out like later on that after like everything with Frank and then they trap uh, their grandfather back in the crystal. And then they find out that like there's this other person who literally has been, who hired JB to try to get all of the relics. And they're just like, okay, who can this person be? And then when they finally, they're like, oh, it's, um, this is coming from Drew's father's company. Like he's this big, I don't, I don't want to say like, Elon Musk type, but like he's a tech, he's, this is a tech billionaire family, the Sparrows. And so they're just like, and we'll talk about JB stuff because it's kind of entwined in this. But, um, so they're assuming that it's the father because it's just like, oh, I'm not going to think that it's this girl who we think is a high schooler, although she lied to us <laughs> to pretty much like find the relics, which the whole time I was just like, how old is she for her to have had that big, exhaustive kind of convoluted plan like there's no way she's I I wouldn't even say she would have to be like mid to late 20s there's just no way that she's any younger than that because it just does not make sense or it's not like logical <laughs> that she would be able to come up with this big plan to essentially change the entire world to be mind controlled by like her program to do to do her will if you will or like her I guess her program whatever anyway so um when they find out that she's a sparewell and then she's kind of helping them which again is kind of like you kind of are like okay and this is how I think you could easily be gooped <laughs> for those who don't know gooped means like blindsided wool pull over your head like any of those different types of phrases like that's what gooped means so I can see why you may feel a little gooped because it's like oh she's hiding something and then you find out like oh her family is a sparewells or this tech billionaire family and she's been lying that's what she's been lying about then you're like oh okay you kind of get a little bit comfortable but then 
the episode where they were like breaking into the um her father's building to try to steal back the um relic that they needed or the final relic or whatever and I was just like something does not seem right because they literally just walked in the building and no one's like stopping them if she has this horrible relationship with her father uh and he doesn't trust her then why would he not try to stop her especially when you see her in the um like sitting in the waiting area with a couple of kids from the crew and she's just like no one's coming no one's stopping them I'm sure there's cameras everywhere. It just didn't seem right. And then when they were in the elevator and then we find out like, oh, someone's using um, like a voice changer, which is the laptop, which is why she was so, uh, which then come to think about it, that whole, her laptop got stolen. That was a whole setup to try to get the kids to even more so <laughs> like include her in their um, circle. That one just came to me. My gosh. But um, even when they're on the elevator, the kids get stuck in the elevator. And then I was like, okay, something doesn't seem right. And then when they're, when her sister uh, reveals herself to them, I'm just like, I would not be surprised if Callie is involved in this because this is just not tracking. Like it is not making sense. So when she shows up in the room, I'm like, okay, this, this totally, this totally makes sense now. She clearly has been running game on these kids. She pretty much told them they were stupid <laughs> because they could not, they did not figure out that she was the one behind it because she essentially thinks that she's smarter than everyone. And she's just like, oh, you didn't, you couldn't tell you want, you only saw what you wanted to see, even though it was right in front of your eyes, something along those lines. But just the fact that her and her sister have been planning this for so long, have this big elaborate plan, and literally were able to accomplish it. And then also father, Mr. Sparewell, like I get it. Cause when uh, he's like, oh, I was worried because when she showed up, like I knew she was up to no good, especially when she was saying like, oh, talking about Callie was her friend or whatever. He was like, told the whole backstory of like, oh no, she has always been a problem child. And then um, her sister essentially just followed along with her or whatever I was just like sir so you just like put her out your mind out your mind and she literally had a compound <laughs> that she was occupying with this huge amount of tech and no one was aware of this and I don't know it just was a little bit much so I mean granted I don't think that I'm the target audience for this one because this one I think skews a, a teeny bit uh younger than like the normal um young adult show that I talk about but Either way, <laughs> just like, come on, people, come on. So I thought that that was um, interesting. And then the whole thing when uh, the boy, the Hardy Boys get saved by their parents. I was like, this just seems, because in that, that whole thing, I was like, okay, this must not be reality. Because the more that that played on, I was just like, no, this cannot be real. And then when Joe started like poking around, being like, oh no, this is, we're, we're literally in the virtual heads. That's because the way that that whole thing wrapped up so prettily and then the fact that we still have like a whole nother episode to go I was like this is not tracking at all and then come to find out she actually had them in the virtual reality and they were able to break out but also the fact that they used that Callie not Callie uh Drew and her sister use their dead mom to trick them I was like my gosh like 
<laughs> that's hardcore. <laughs> I'm sorry. To use their debt to literally be running around town in incognito, having these boys thinking that there's a there's a possibility and they're dead, that there's a possibility that their mom is alive. And then not only that, when you put them into a simulation, you put them in a simulation with the life that they could have if she was still there. That's like hardcore villain villainy. <laughs> it's so bad. So of course they were able to um like defeat her in the end because like I said no one um died in this but they were able to defeat her and we were able to see um the kids come together and it also was weird too in their in their virtual reality because I was just like where are the rest of the kids like that was a big giveaway that this just did not seem right because every single time Although most of it might be Frank and Joe working together, there's still some element of the other kids like you see them. So the fact that we just were not seeing those kids um, in that reality when they're being um, saved by their parents, it was just like something is not right here. So that was that. Um, but they were able to defeat her and then she ends up being in the put into an, a facility for the criminally insane because I wrote it down because you know I'd be making making up places and then the kids had to all sign an NDA which um what is the guy the guy who comes in he's kind of playing like a, a um agent or whatever who works at the place that um what's her name Belinda's father works He's been in quite a few. I don't think I wrote his actual name down or maybe I did. I just have to find it. But I've seen him in other things. I feel like I've seen him in something DC related, like a TV show and maybe potentially something else. But when he got shot and then he just, and then when he got shot and he showed up in the um, virtual reality, I was like, wait a minute, he's not dead. But then when he shows up like in reality and has the kids sign the NDAs, I was like, didn't you get shot in the chest, sir? Like... <laughs> Why are you literally just only have a sling? Doesn't even make sense. Um, and so, yeah. What what else do we want to talk about? Let's talk about Chet. Chet is a very interesting character. I've talked about Chet in previous seasons. I've always said, I think of all the one, all the kids. Um, we definitely got some more backstory about them. Chet is one where I just, I, I'm like, I don't know what y'all want to do with Chet. Like, some of the stuff he's doing this season, I was just like, okay, Chet. <laughs> Like, what is going on? Like, the weird bursts of um, aggression, which, oh my gosh, what was that scene? I literally can't remember. Where he was literally flipping out. I'm pretty sure I wrote it in my notes. It was just like, okay, Chet, um, it's, a, it's a little much for this situation. Like, he's like the big bad guy. That's really not his persona. Like, he's always been really nice. Um, a little bit walked over, but then Belinda showed up. And I feel like that kind of, like, helped shape him into a different... Um, or like bring out a different side of his personality. But um, so yeah, I thought that he was, his his arc this season was very interesting, but it was good to see him and Belinda uh, like a little bit more like working together and getting a little bit more screen time. The one who I find that is like still, I'm kind of like, what is his deal? is Phil because Phil's always been there we knew he had a crush or um yeah a crush on Biff like Biff is his best friend so that kind of comes out and is revealed to her this season but then after that it's just kind of like 
they're both kind of in the background. I feel like we got a lot with Biff um, in earlier seasons or because like she's adopted and her mom and they kind of a little bit showed her meeting her um, biological sister this season. But it was like, it just felt like it was just thrown in there. So I, it was just, okay. Um, who else? I think those are all the kids. Frank, uh, getting to see, I was so happy when uh, real Frank was back because... <laughs> Uh, what did I call him? Grandpa Frank? <laughs> What's not it? Just his whole demeanor, the fact that it just took them so long to figure out that that was not Frank. His whole demeanor, the way that he responded to things was just very like Debbie Downer, like just not giving Frank vibes. So I was happy when he came back and because you all know I love, I love sisterly, brotherly things, sibling things. I love um, friend things. So when they're all together, like those are the those are the best moments. So it was good to have him back in the mix. Um, and then we also got to see Chet experience touching the eye because uh, he thought that the eye was better off with him um, after Frank. They get Frank back because what's his name? Joe had to have some of the eye sucked into him because <laughs> you need the eye to like get out. You need the power of the eye in order to get out of the crystal. And so he and Frank shared it to get out of the crystal. And so then when they came back, uh, Chow was like, okay, you all need to give it up. <laughs> and he's like, oh no, this is better off with me. So they did, him and, Bel him and Belinda did use it. And I was just like, this is probably not a good idea, guys, to use this. But, you know, they did. And there was that. And then they had the whole chip thing. So... Essentially, because the the whole time we're supposed to believe that Laura is being controlled by a chip, which apparently because Laura is was actually really dead, um, that she definitely was not reprogrammed. But yeah, they she definitely wasn't reprogrammed, so that's why they weren't able to reach her father. I was like, well, then how was their dad? But no, he after he confirmed them, then he was snatched up and put into the virtual reality. So like everything we were seeing for him was like, was in the virtual, virtual world. <laughs> they went very like, and I don't even know what year we're in, but they went, I, I feel like we're not in the, pre like our present time of like 2020, like between 2020 to 2023, which, cause I believe the first season was 2020. I think we're a little bit back cause these kids don't even have cell phones. So they went very like future forward. <laughs> thinking for this one um let's see jb oh my gosh jb he really grew to be a really cool character i really enjoyed him being with the kids helping the kids it was really sad when he ended up getting shot and having to see joe deal with that because him and joe over the seasons have um developed a really good bond and so i mean when i say no one died this season i'm talking about the kids but we did see jb um die and I don't know, that was a very sad um, moment because he kind of like grew, grew on it. It's like you always expect him to, to pop up and then to finally see him because he was like, I'm done, done. <laughs> I wrote that in my notes when JB was like, okay, this is, this is too much even for me. Like every single time, like this is my time to bow out. And then um, they, he essentially, I guess, think felt a little bit, bit guilty or felt like he needed to protect the kids. And so we do see him come back in with, um, to help them for now, but then he ends up losing his life. So that was that. What else? Truly untrudy. She tried to help. 
I feel like she made things worse in trying to help because that's how they lost some of the relics. But then when they when they were in the car, because she was the only one as the adult who had the the um, what's the word? Not insight, but the awareness, for lack of a better word, to be like, oh wait, this doesn't feel right. I think we're being taken somewhere we don't want to go. We need to get out of the situation. And that at that moment, I literally wrote in my notes, um, this is why you need an adult in these situations because had it just been the kids who knows that they would have gotten out that situation but I feel like the, the, having an adult there some type of authority figure to be like oh wait a minute no we're about to we're literally about to find ourselves in a very sticky situation to be able to get them out and like to think about it and be logical and be like okay we need to do this 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 and this I was like okay that's refreshing but then we don't really see Aunt Trudy much after that we do see her a little bit towards the end when um Cause she ends up getting snatched up with uh, Beth's mom and with who else was with them? I think it was the officer, uh, Belinda's dad. Was he with her with them? I think they all got snatched up at the same time, um, by Drew and her sister. But yeah, that whole last scene when like the kids were. Drew's like, oh, if you're inside here, like you're protected from it. And then all the kids are running in and you see Chet, them like uh, Belinda screaming for Chet to come on. He's like so close, but then he succumbs. And then Joe and Frank were able to go back out because they still had some of the eye in them. And so they were immune and were able to go back out and pull them back. And I was like, ah, oh, you all are really speaking to all the things that I love. Um, but yeah. Is there anything else? I mean, I didn't really have a lot of takeaways for this. Like I said, I love me a good three season art. Give me the beginning, give me the middle, give me the end. Um, I would say the standout, I, I put in my um, takeaway notes, I was like, I need to start doing standout um, start of the season, like per people. I think the, who did I say was the standout for this season? I think the standout, I was gonna give it to Chet. Just because he had a very, like, interesting arc this season. Like, they had him going through all the emotions. <laughs> it wasn't so funny. <laughs> um, but, like, for the close, it was just good to see them, all the kids come together. So that would be, like, the standout for, for the season. I think I'm going to go with Chet. Because I don't feel like there was anyone else when I wrote that note down that I was thinking of. Um, and then it was good to see... Like all the kids like come together at the end and just get to be kids. And Frank and Joe are like, oh, do we want to continue to do these like inve investigative things and like solve things for people? But it'll be more like cookie cutter things like who stole the lamp? Who stole the lamps? Who stole the, st the stamps? <laughs> and like uh, Phil had a, this whole hypothesis that it was Wilt. And then kind of find out at the end, Wilt really was the one who stole the lamps. Why do I keep saying lamps? The stamps. <laughs> was funny um but yeah yeah overall I enjoyed this season it was a cute little wrap-up um with a very dramatic storyline and a dramatic villain if you will um but it was good that they wrapped it up this way again like I said I'm pretty sure this is the final season because I have not seen anything about another season just the way that it wrapped up it doesn't feel like we're getting another season I'm not sure what the like viewership has been for Hardy Boys 
Um, and I say this every season. I just really don't know. Every every season, I'm like, oh my gosh, are they going to get renewed? And they get renewed. But this one, I'm like, okay, I don't know if they're going to renew it. Um, because again, if we go back to season one, we talked about this. This was originally supposed to be on Disney Plus, and then they moved it to Hulu. And then when we saw season one, I was like, this could have definitely been on Disney Plus. I don't know why this was moved. Or no. Yeah. I think it was this and also Love, Victor. Or maybe I'm just conflating it with Love, Victor. Um, but either way, to me, this is giving Disney+. Plus. I think if they were to move it to Disney+, Plus and, like, revamp it, they might need to go with different kids or something because the amount that Joe grew <laughs> from between seasons... <laughs> because, like, all the other kids were a little bit older and Joe, and Joe was always younger than everyone else. And the amount that he has grown over these three seasons, wild. So I'm just like, I don't know how sustainable it is to continue to do more seasons with these same set of kids. So, but like you couldn't do it with another set of kids because it's called the Hardy Boys. So it would have to be these kids unless we like elevate them or like grow with them and make them older. And then Frank already kind of looks like, he, like he has that weird look where like he could pass for a teenager, but then also he could pass for like, a 20 something year old <laughs> so I don't know but all in all I don't believe we're getting another season I think the way that we ended I'm completely fine with I don't think we need another season because we pretty much wrapped up the story of the eye if there are other stories because this is based on the Hardy Boy books which I'm sure there are probably other mysteries then we could probably do a whole nother set of three seasons around a new mystery but I don't know what that mystery would be and if there's an appetite for that so that's just my two cents but yeah I want to know what you all thought about Hardy Boys um did you enjoy the season if this is the end are you okay with that like how are we feeling <laughs> let me know all the things and I will talk to you all in the next episode that's the end of the episode thanks for sticking through it to the end be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently visiting on instagram and at currently on twitter also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcast on and i'll talk to you in the next one